0: Hello, everyone. My name is Joshua Gilliland, and with me is Jessica Meterson. Welcome to another installment of The Legal Geeks. Today, we're going to be talking about one of Jessica's favorite radio shows, and that would be (laughs) Howard Stern. (laughs) That's right. Hey, Josh. How you doing? (laughs) So Jess,
1: how long have you been a Howard Stern fan? I know the exact day I became a Howard Stern fan. I, well, I can't remember the exact day, but I know the exact moment. It is when I saw his movie, Howard Stern, Private Parts. My uh, boyfriend dragged me to the movie theater. I was one of those girls who'd always hated Howard Stern. No, oh, he's offensive. You know, he does these things with porn stars and slapping girls on the bottom with dead fish. That's all wrong. And then I saw Private Parts, and I fell in love. Yeah, I, uh, I don't understand that. So... You
0: know, what, what... <laughs> What made you change your mind about Howard? Because you know I'm I'm the I'm not in that camp. So uh, what made you change your mind?
1: Well, I think there were a couple things. One, the fact that he was so honest on the air. Um, and he self-discloses too much, which I tend to do. So I think I appreciated that kind of no filter. I'm going to say what I'm thinking. Things are going to come out that other people might find offensive. Um, so I appreciated that real kind of openness. Uh, private parts also showed that he was, I think, genuinely a good guy. And that you know, while he does ask some crazy questions, he's not a complete uh, a-hole. Um, and, uh, and then I, I do have to say, though, all that being said, I'm a huge – we had issues. I was in Texas at the time, and so we didn't actually get to listen to Howard for very long. You know, they kept yaking him off different channels. So yeah. really my true fixation with Howard began when he went on to Sirius, and I was able to get him on satellite radio, and I could listen to him all day, every day in my office. My law firm was very cool about that. Props to the law firm for letting me listen to Howard Stern all day in the office. <laughs> okay, that's,
0: that's <laughs> it was pretty cool. Changes motion practice slightly and <laughs>
1: view exponentially, but all right. So, uh, but yeah, so that just listening to him on there. Well, I was gonna say so, but the older Howard Stern now, he has he's a little bit more gentle. He's not fixated quite as much. He still has porn stars in and stuff, but he does a lot of other things now. And he's been in therapy, you know, intensive therapy for the years, and that comes through. So he's still a dysfunctional mess, which again I can relate to. But um, he's very thoughtful about all of it, too. And I really appreciate that. And I love his show.
0: Okay, So so does this mean you approved of the move to satellite radio?
1: I think it was fantastic. I just think it was the best thing. It made his show so much better. Um, he also was able to do the replays so that I, I could get like the full show, you know, throughout the day. They also get to do all these other shows around it now. Um, there's the wrap-up show with my favorite producer, Gary D'Arabate. Um And then there's these other shows like Back Office Radio, Geek Time. They've done this whole amazing, comprehensive kind of package. And so I think the show is so much better now.
0: Didn't that cause an explosion in subscriptions to satellite radio when he made the move?
1: it did and you know that's actually the subject of an ongoing lawsuit between himself and uh, Sirius and he lost on summary judgment at the district court level but I think he said he was appealing it so I was planning if the appeal ever comes down I'm totally doing a post on that for um, legal geeks but there's a question whether basically Howard's saying and I agree with him, that you know it was because of him that XM had to merge with Sirius and so he should get credit for the XM subscribers as well but um, there may be some issues with how the contract was drafted, which, of course, is always a problem with these kind of fights. So, uh, so yeah, we'll have to see what the appellate court says. So well, that, that brings us to us,
0: since we are attorneys. <laughs> and without giving legal advice or legal opinions to anyone, uh, what legal issues can you identify that Howard Stern complains
1: about a lot on his show? Well, besides being screwed over by his current boss, which you know, God bless Howard. That's a kind of recurring theme. Every new boss, you know, he ends up being very disgruntled with. He's always kind of a disgruntled employee. Um, but uh, aside from that, the other big thing that ticks him off a lot is he complains about how people steal his ideas. And again, I am not one of those, you know, 20-year Howard Stern fan listeners, so I can't um, claim that I know that this is all true. But I know, for example, that he's claimed that "Are you smarter than a fifth grader?" which was that. TV game show, I think Jeff Foxworthy hosted it, that he had originally done that maybe with a third grader. Um, He complains, you know, he does not like Jay Leno and he complains a lot that Jay Leno steals his ideas. And it's funny, the other night I was flipping through channels and I actually saw Leno had on this game show. And for some reason I stopped for a minute, but he was asking three very attractive women these kind of basic questions. Like he put up a picture of Hillary Clinton and none of the women could identify Hillary Clinton. Um, Gerald Ford, same thing. I know, it was so disappointing and it was some, I forget what the title was, but it was clearly the exact same thing that Howard's done for a long time with porn stars and maybe other people called Are You Dumber Than a Box of Rocks, <laughs> where he asks really basic questions of these people who can't even answer them. And so I was like, okay, here's yet another example of how Jay Leno has ripped off Howard. And so that's been one of Howard's ongoing complaints is everybody who takes his ideas and misappropriates them for their use and profit.
0: You know, hearing hearing story, stories like that, uh, I, I severely wish Lavar Burton would do Civics Rainbow, and, and and help people understand like who the last ten presidents were, uh, Secretary of State. The, yeah, little things like that. What's a Secretary of Defense? This strange voodoo language that you use, but I can I can expound on every American Idol winner for the past, you know, decade. That's right stuff like that bothers me exponentially you know not not a little but it's like we should be able to identify like the Speaker of the house and you know the the Senate Majority Leader and it's always nice if somebody can say like who the pre- Senate pre- uh, president pro tempore is little things like that but but chief justice would be nice yes yeah, I you know could. I agree yeah you know it's God Almighty being able to at least name half of them would be a, uh, a step in the right direction <laughs> You know, it's like, who's your assemblyman? What's that? So anyway, I, I digress. <laughs> well, I, I'm all for Civics Rainbow. I would like to see Civics Rainbow take place. So I like that idea.
1: Maybe we can get him to come on here and do an educational uh, uh, post for us. Oh, that would be fantastic. So <laughs>
0: Mr. Burton will tweet this out, but we would love to work with you. Totally help. There with you, man. So, so, so anyway, back to Howard. So we, we've identified some of the things he complains a lot about. But, um, but um, do you think a lawyer could make a coherent argument about his claims?
1: It would be tough, and that's what Howard actually always says: is that his lawyers tell him that it's not worth pursuing. And I think the idea is, is because copyright would be the obvious area that he, you know, should these are his artistic expressions, and he, as the author of them. Um, Probably could argue work for hire, but I'm assuming in his contract he's got an exclusion to any kind of work for hire argument. But uh, that those are his ideas, and so he's entitled to control them and the reproduction of them, any derivative works. But the problem is, for Howard, is that copyright doesn't actually protect ideas. It protects the expression of ideas. So the fact that he has this idea for Are You Dumber Than a Box of Rocks, unless somebody takes his exact words and any other unique um, characteristics of his show. I mean, obviously the game show format, you know, question and answer, that's all been around forever. He can't claim protection from that. Um, so there would have to be other very unique, specific things that he has done that other people are then copying those exact same expressions. And that I'm not aware of any instance in where that's happened. Um, And apparently, Howard's lawyers aren't aware of any instance in where that's happened. Howard's obviously not afraid to sue, but I think that's why his lawyers have always advised him against suing because while they take that general idea, and that's frustrating, you know, he doesn't have copyright protection for that.
0: Yeah, that that would have to be frustrating. On on one level, there are very Mm -hmm. few completely original ideas. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of things just keep getting recycled, and sometimes without anyone knowing. That you know something else even remotely exists. It's not like people go out and do due diligence before painting a picture. You know, it's like people just don't do that. And on the flip side, you've seen lawsuits like this. You know, over the past hundred years, I mean, like the Wright brothers did lots of litigation for flying. And yeah. that's Not not something that they could you know litigate and protect as their own. So, um, wish them well with that. So yeah. you know. Final question. Who is your favorite
1: stern staffer? I love most of them, not all of them. I love most of them. Gary Dalabate is, I think he's just got to be the most fantastic wonderful person on the show, and I adore him. But, for the sake of the show and everything, I have to say my favorite staffer is Jason Kaplan. He's fun, he's quick, he's witty, but he also is so good, he has no fear about like poking anyone, bringing up anything. He understands the point of the show, and that's the part I love, is all the inter- stern fighting um, among the office and bringing up dirt on everyone, and he does that. And now he and will have a show called uh, Back Office Radio, which is fantastic. So they just go into great detail, dishing on everything that's going on behind the scenes, apparently causing some disturbances already among the staff, but I think it's fantastic. So he's my number one favorite Stern staffer.
0: Very cool. Very cool.
1: <laughs> well, th-
0: this, this concludes our expose on Howard Stern. <laughs> I promise I'll, I'll listen more while driving. And uh, America... My country, stay geeky. Stay geeky, America. (laughs) Bye, Josh.